This is Let's Talk to Lucy, starring Lucille Ball. A very warm welcome to you all. I'm Gary Morton, and now, Let's Talk to Lucy. Hi, this is Lucy. I'm backstage at the Mark Hellinger Theater, and here comes Miss Carol Burnett. I've been waiting in her dressing room, hoping that I could get a few moments while she's making up to go on uh, in her new Broadway musical hit, Fade In, Fade Out. Hello, Carol. Hi, baby. Oh, hi, now, don't let us waste your time. You go right ahead sure. and, and make up. Don't let oh, me waste your time. I'm wonderful, and oh, I want to hear about your new baby and everything. I have a picture. You have a okay, picture, right. just by chance. Just happen to have a picture with you, yeah, right? Wait, let me get the good one. But you get down there and get your makeup okay, on. Okay, hang on. Wait, what's it? No, those aren't good. How old is she now? She's eight months. Is it Carrie Louise? Yeah. Eight months and a doll. And huh? she's housebroken. There. Oh, Oh, Carol, she's adorable. She's great. She's beautiful. And now I suppose you don't think working means anything now that you're a mother, huh? <laughs> you hit it right yeah, on the I know. head. But keep on putting your makeup out, oh. will you? <laughs> and I won't feel so badly about storming in on you this way. I'm challenging Max Factor here. You're challenging Max Factor? <laughs> I like that. Gary and I were just reading all your telegrams and remark on how, remarking on how many friends you must it have. It cost me a fortune to send those to myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are comparatively new in the business, and you have rocked the industry and taken everything by storm, and it's certainly well-deserved. I saw you in your first show, uh, Once Upon a Mattress, off-Broadway. Uh, I'll tell you when you were there. I saw in you conquered. May, yes, <laughs> you were there May 12th. How do you know that? I am a bug on dates. Oh, really? May 12, 1959, you came to see the show. A bug on dates. You know, this is there's something wrong with you if you can remember dates well, like that. I can that. remember uh, dates. That, that's the only thing I can remember. I forget names and, you know. I, <laughs> so my, I am My May daughter, something. what's her name, you know, <laughs> but I do remember, you know, dates. Can we stand backstage a little bit tonight and watch? Oh, please. About a half an hour. Oh, I'd love it. Hey, something yeah, happened to you. Betty Hutton had to take over for a while. Yeah, I had a little minor surgery done. And, uh, you all right now? Oh, yeah, fine. Well, I'm glad that you're back. I heard that you had a little uh, I accident had a, a, again the other day. The neck thing that was bugging me uh, this morning, and then the doctor worked on me. It was just a, a, in the back of the neck, you know, like is that a from little whiplash. Your heavy, heavy rouge, is that caused by that? <laughs> was from a cab accident. Don't but. stop the smoke, Carol. <laughs> Get ready. I'm ready now. All I have to do is put on tons of eyelashes and then go out. You know. Those double eyelashes uh, yeah. cover a multitude of scenes. Oh, don't they? I, I got like caught in the under. rain with them the other day at the fair with a double pair of eyelashes on. You should have seen me. <laughs> I look like a Pekingese. I heard that was fabulous. Fifteen hours, and we uh, still, of course, didn't see everything we wanted yeah. to see. A lot of people had to go back the next day. I haven't had a chance. Yeah. Oh, about uh, being on Broadway now, having bounced from the mattress off Broadway <laughs> to Broadway. Um, is Broadway all that we're supposed to think it is? Uh, people ask me this question all the time. Now I'm going to throw it at you. Do you see any difference in being off Broadway and on or on Broadway? Uh, yeah, on Broadway. There's a lot more responsibility. That's the answer. Yes, that's Is that the your answer. answer no, I didn't think of a good one like that. I wish I had. <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's no, a very I good answer. Heck of a lot more responsibility. Off Broadway, we were listed in alphabetical order. I was lucky because I was a B. You know? <laughs> yes, I'm a B yeah, too. Right. It helps, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, so there was the, we all got the same salary. We were all the same, you know, 
But this, uh, it's, it's kind of frightening, you know, when it's... You've got to help me answer another question. Yeah. Aren't they always throwing uh, at you this question about how do you keep your femininity and still be a comedian? I always thank them for even posing the question. <laughs> 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 yes, I must say I do that. Gary? Yes. Come on, let's join the party. Well, well it's funny you ask about my golf, uh, Carol. I play today. Did you? What'd you say? 27 shoot? holes. I played 27 holes. Oh, he played with Ichabod Crane and all his cronies <laughs> up at Sleepy Hollow. I started lessons out of self-defense. Why does... Because Joe plays, and um, I thought, well, there must be something to it. You know, if you can be up uh, late at night and then get up at 7 o'clock in the morning and go out, you know, they love it. So I've taken five lessons, and uh, I must say, I don't like it. <laughs> Carol, this is the first time I've ever seen you with just one eyelash. <laughs> You know, you look cute. Hold on, hold on, you'll see two in a minute. <laughs> well, then you'll see three. <laughs> Why don't you like golf, Carol? I love it, I just don't have time for well, it. Well, I haven't been hooked by it yet. I was always a good athlete in school, and I was captain of the basketball team and stuff like that, the softball team, and could really, you know, pick up sports very easily. Tennis, water skiing, I got up the first time, never fell. And when I aimed for that ball and missed it, I was kind of mad, you know. It, uh, <laughs> How do you think the ball felt? It got me. Well, it, it was relieved. Well, you know something, Carol? Golf is a game that I am addicted to, and I love it, and I think it's the greatest thing because your only opponent is yourself. That's true. Yeah. And Lucy plays uh, well. Uh -huh. She doesn't have the time to play as you don't have the time to play, and golf is the type of game you must devote a lot of time well, to. Well, I must say, I've had five, five lessons now, and the fifth lesson, he the put down uh, 10 balls for me to hit and I hit seven out of ten of them That's and good. they went straight and 175 yards and then I started to like it. Oh, yeah. See, you know, but I haven't time. had a chance to go back. That's the first hey, time. You know, yeah. And I was kind of kind of thrilled about that. You know. See, you could but be hooked. Then uh, putting isn't too bad because I played lots of miniature golf in California but I need a windmill. <laughs> That's funny. Through. Like a little putting <laughs> yeah. They just put little obstacles like up a on it. It's a tunnel, a windmill. And two yeah. trains going <laughs> yeah. over the top. Then I'd make it. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Carol, how are you going to stand up uh, doing a, a Broadway show? which is a big hit, and a television show. With great difficulty. And but a husband, and I'll a child. I'll tell you, the thing is, this was my rehearsal today on The Entertainers, and I feel more energetic tonight because she it's something new. the way I do with the new uh, yeah. enthusiasm. It carries us. It's new, and, it it's, and uh, if it doesn't go well one week, you always have the next week to try to improve it, you know, and then do something new. And that's the creative what part I, of it is inspiring. The rehearsals, everything is fun, you know, and once you get into a Broadway show and you know it, it, it becomes second nature, and unfortunately, last night I found myself thinking, right in the middle of a song, oh, I forgot to order oranges. <laughs> and I knew the lyrics, and they were coming out, you know, just fine and everything. And then I realized, idiot, you're up here on stage, think, you know, think about what you're doing, you know. And I'm thinking, let's see, i got to get a dozen oranges, and we need some skim milk because my kid sister's on a diet. <laughs> and, you know, I'm thinking about that while I'm up on stage, and that's terrible. <laughs> I'm going I'm I'm to ask you a question like if I was, I was writing into you. Yeah. Uh, which do you prefer doing, Carol? Television. You, you prefer television? I found it out, and all the theater people are going to hate me. I, I love the audiences in the theater, and they're marvelous, but I don't like having to be 
hamstrung doing the same, same thing. thing night after night. Do you night. lose a little after a while doing the same thing? Does uh, it become well, sort of a... Well, the only, the, the saving grace about theater is that you do get a chance to, here's that word again, perfection, to perfect something and to get a laugh the right way. And just the past week, we found a whole new laugh in a scene that was never there before. So it's exciting when you find it. But then sometimes you perfect yourself to death and you keep improving on a laugh till it's gone. <laughs> you know, and you wonder where it went and what you're doing that's so funny that you lose it, yeah. you know. I like to tell the people listening that, Carol, for working as hard as you do and the family, the baby and television, you just absolutely look wonderful. Oh, thank you, Gary. That's uh, all my eyelashes you're looking at. You're wrong, Carol. Oh, there's your call, dear, and thanks very much for talking to us. Thank you. I'll see you soon again, I hope. Thank you, Gary. Uh, best of luck. Good luck. Thank you, Carol. Bye now. Hi, this is Lucy. I'm talking to you from backstage at the Alvin Theater in New York City. Lady Peel, Miss B. Lilly, is the star of High Spirits, which is a Noel Coward play and was once known as Blythe Spirit. It is now being done as a musical and is called High Spirits. And B. Lilly has consented to talk to us for a few moments. Lady Peel? This big of me. I consented <laughs> to talk very big of me. <laughs> I am so delighted that you have found enough time to give me a few minutes. First of all, I want to ask you how long you're going to stay with us in this country, because I have an ulterior motive. With the show? Well, with the show and... Uh, well, I've signed for a year. Yes. And we'll see then. And you don't know where you're going then? Well, they want me to do the coast, you know... You're going to bring it? Oh, wonderful. And, and Chicago and San Francisco. Is there I'd any love chance, to do that. Is there any chance of getting you on our television program? On the Lucy Show? Oh, wouldn't I love that? Good, good. I'm glad to hear that. Now then, B, where do you live here in New York? Oh, I live in 25 East End Avenue. And do you like it? I love it very much. I've been there a long while. I've been there since 1937. I didn't know that. Helen Hayes and Charlie MacArthur. Yes. They had a place there, one of the floors there, and they, it was the last one left, so they asked me to come there, and I went there, and I adore it. It seems that you're always in London when I uh, try to find you. Well, really? Yes, it seems like you're always out of the country. I'm I, there. I'm always by the river, I on was, the river, in the river. I was so delighted when I found you were going to do something, because I haven't seen you in a full no. show, you know, for no, some time. Oh, I've, I've enjoyed this show so much. I've, I love all your shtick. Ditto. Oh, my what? Your shtick. Shtick. Your shtick luck. All the little bits of business. Oh, yes, the little bits. I, I think uh, those people in America who have not had the good fortune to see B. Lilly uh, perform in an entire show have missed a great deal. And you have to come back two or three times because the, the jokes and the gags and the shtick, as I say, <laughs> fly so fast and furiously that you miss it. You just doubled up with laughter all the time. Really? No, I mean it. I mean it, B. I have I've been a fan of yours for some time, and I, as I say, I came back the other night to see High Spirits again, uh, to take a few lessons, and I really now come it. now. How do you I manage? How do you manage to keep up your strength and and do all the things that you do? Well, naturally, clean living and clean thinking. <laughs> all that jazz. <laughs> I don't know. I'm terribly happy if the audience is happy. It does something You know, I come in it. sometimes feeling tired, and I say, oh, I've got to do this again. And then when they laugh and respond to everything, I become yeah. terribly good. Yeah, it, <laughs> it does And have you. fun. And yeah. if I have fun, I think they have fun. 
I have no thought of retiring, and people oh, are always no. asking me about retiring, and I, I have no thought of it whatsoever. <laughs> Not. No. How dare they? For what reason, you know? Oh. It would be so dull to just retire. No, no, we don't do that. Besides, no. I think we owe uh, people a lot these days. I think they deserve to laugh. I think there's so much chaos in the world today that... Uh, especially well, I don't think I've ever missed any of your programs. Really? Never. Thank I you. I love it so much. I Heaven and the girl with you. They're Vivian. all yes. Vivian. They're Vivian. all so good. You're, you're, you know, it's all wonderful. Well, we enjoy. And of course, our work. your timing is out of this world. I learned. I took a few lessons from you. I was just going to say I took them from you. <laughs> Well, I've had I good mean writers. That. Lovely. Thank you. Uh, you're never going to live out in California where I could see more of you, are you? I'd love to. Would you? Mm-hmm. Have you ever lived out there any length of time? I was there, let me see. I did a picture called Exit Smiling a long time ago, Mark mm-hmm. Conley. And I was there for quite a long while. I loved it. Yes, it's a Although great Although, a funny climate. thing, the moment I stopped working, I wanted to go somewhere else. But I love being there. It's wonderful to work, isn't it? To get up at six or five. I loved that. Yes. I never felt better in my life going to bed early. But after that, I wanted to go away. That's very odd. Well, you're used to uh, yeah. to a different type of life. And then as long as you're working, you felt fine. Then you wanted to move on. I hear that you spend quite a, de- quite a good deal of time in a place that we are very fond of, Capri, Italy. Oh, yes, I've been there many times. I love it. We yeah. always go off-season, of course. Yeah, we oh, go sure. That, well, that's what I said to myself the last time. Off-season, my eye. We tried to go Graver. in May. I went there in the off-season. It was packed. What, yeah. in May? Yeah, jam-packed. Oh, for heaven's sake. Absolutely. Does Noel Coward still go there? Well, he used to go there. It's the time we said, why don't we do a show together review, I said to him. Why don't we do one together? And he said, why not? I said, what will we call it? It is survival of the fittest. Which I think is kind of funny. It's survival of the fittest. <laughs> Where is he now? He is in Rome at the moment. Living? No, is he not dead? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, is he residing over there? No, that just he goes visiting? to London to direct the show, which I'm living about. I wanted to do it in England myself, you know, and they promised me. Who is going to do it? I was going to run here for the year. Oh. Oh, Cicely Cortage. She's Cort- Cicely Cortage. She's very good. Very good I comedian. I don't know her. But, you know, I have all my special little bits, and they all come yes. over here and have a look, see what's going on. They've yes. all been, you know. Yes. Well, good luck to her, anyway. And I do hope it's a success <laughs> in this way, because I get 10% of the profits if it ever comes. So I have to say, you know, <laughs> I'm sure it'll be very good. Have you ever toured America, Miss Lily? Oh, yes. Have you? Yes, an evening with... BL. Anything yes, else? Absolutely. I think for Charlotte Review. Review, yes, we went everywhere. What do you think of our hinterlands? Well, I love, I, I'm one person that likes to go on the road. Love it. I must say, I don't share that feeling I like too it, much. but when I'm suddenly said, I've dropped it now, though, haven't I? Saying I just want San Francisco, Chicago, and California. That's uh, what I'd like I, to do I'll now. I'll certainly look forward to you playing well, in Los Angeles. Oh, I'd love to. Do you have any idea when you might be out there? Well, I don't know. I've no idea. Would you come and see us at our home? Oh, and I love it. Gary and I would be very honored if well, you could find I wish you and Gary would come see my home in England, in my five Pekingese. You live in Piccadilly, did you say? No, no, Henley on Thames. I don't know where that is. You know the Henley Regatta they talk about? Yes. What's there? It's, I always, I'm always on the river, see. That's marvelous. <laughs> yes, it's lovely. I adore it. You would get a, you'd get a holiday and come and stay at Henley which is quite different, you know, and you would love it. 
I'm sure so I would. Restful. I've never been in anyone's home in England. Oh, you'd love this. There'll be this beautiful Thames. I've got a lovely boat. Electric canoe, and everybody says it. You're going to say, what's an electric, go on, what's an electric canoe? Say what it. is an electric canoe? Well, <laughs> it seats about 11, and I run it on my own battery, and it goes for eight hours, and it doesn't make any noise at all. You just sail up the river. It's, and nobody believes me till they get there. They it seats laugh. 11? Yes. Why do you call it a canoe? Because it is. Electric canoe. It's the only one on the Thames. Oh, for heaven's sake. How can you leave all that? It sounds so marvelous. Well, I'll we'll just get back sometime. I'd, I'd rather work. <laughs> yes, wouldn't we all? I like to be off for, you know, for a while, but then I get... Yeah. Oh, I've been talking so much uh, lately about the need for laughter in, in the world. Yes. And we're so grateful to people like you, and other people are grateful to me, and I yes, appreciate I it. say so. The, uh, well, the television show that I've been doing is playing in 44 Nations, and I think it's just great. And if we can all laugh at the same thing, isn't that marvelous? It sure is. It helps, I'm yes. sure. Certainly well, be darling, so. I shall catch up with you when you come to the coast, or I shall be back. Oh, anyway, right, you'll be hearing from me. I'd love it. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you, darling. Love Goodbye, seeing dear. you again. Thank you. You have been listening to Lady Peel, Miss Beatrice Lilly, and I'm very, very grateful to have had this time with her. See you tomorrow, then. Hi, this is Lucy. We have been spending a lovely evening at home with family and friends and loving every minute of it. Gary is ending the barbecue, and I have cornered for you Mr. Joshua Logan to talk about the theater and the movies. I get a little tongue-tied with Josh because he's one of the really great talents of the theater. He's a producer, writer, director. He was responsible for such Broadway shows as South Pacific and Mr. Roberts, and he has directed such memorable movies as Sayonara, Picnic, Bus Stop, and South Pacific. He's one of the few directors who have divided their work between stage and the movies with wonderful results. Hello, Josh. Hello, Lucy. Josh, I have heard that you're doing a new play about Hollywood called Anytime You're Ready, C.B. Is Re that true? We're ready when you are, C.B. It's it the same, it's the same uh, <laughs> phrase, but uh, the, it's, it's the same story. It's from an old story. joke, isn't That's it? That's right. It's the old joke about the cameraman, you know, that Cecil B. DeMille. The play isn't about that, but the story that it's based on is about the uh, when Cecil B. DeMille was running a a big, big scene uh, with a lot of uh, thousands of thousands extras. of extras and people and running and and burning cities and and uh, exodus opening up the Red Sea and he had three cameramen and finally he said, "Did you get to get that to the first man?" He said, "I'm awful sorry, Mr. Demille, but uh, uh, I, there were some extras in front of the." Uh, in front of the lens, and then he said to the second cameraman, uh, uh, "Did you get it?" He said, "Well, my camera didn't work, Mister Mister Demille." And then he looked up on the hill where he had a big camera, you know, and he said, and, "You know, waved at him and said, did you get it?'" And this man shouted from the t top of the hill, "Anytime you're ready, CB." <laughs> Which, I of love course, that story. It's an old story. It's and true. It's true. I think it did happen. Mr. DeMille told me himself oh, really? that it was true. Absolutely. Uh, it was the, and the parting of the Red Sea is what they did. It was the parting of the Red Sea. <laughs> well, I'm afraid I didn't tell it as well as you would have, Lucy. But uh, and as a matter of fact, our author uses the wrong phrase. She, she, she calls it uh, Susan Slade, who wrote the play. She says, ready when you are, CB. Well, it's just a question of, uh, of which is the funnier line.
But uh, it's not about that at all. The play is about a young actress who, who's scared of being an actress, so she sort of hides. You know, she, she's, she's terrified of auditions. She gets sick at her stomach every time she's called for an audition. And so she hides uh, from herself by being a landlady. She's gotten a very cheap apartment by following the, the death notices, you know. And she finds a, that this, this charming apartment that uh, someone... Uh, dies in, and she grabs it. <laughs> oh, what a wild idea. Grabs it quickly, cheap, and then she rents it to television actors who come from the coast, that is, from California. Sounds like something that Catherine Hepburn would have done a few years ago. She could have done it. It's Julie Harris is going to play the lead. Ah, yes. And then a, a boy from Hollywood, a, a big movie actor, is running away from a picture that he doesn't want to do, uh -huh. very much as the way uh, Marlon Brando has done and Frank mm -hmm. Sinatra and various... Uh, Monty Clift. Monty Clift. And he, she, he, the studio is trying to find him. And they've got process servers and agents looking for him. And he hides out in this girl's apartment. Who's the boy going to be, do you know? Uh, Lou Antonio is playing the boy. Oh, I don't know him. Well, he played uh, in um, Gadge Kazan's picture, Am America, America. Oh, that boy. I didn't see that picture. He played the thief. He didn't play the the. the I've got the to lead. run that picture somehow. It's a very, very effective picture. This play was actor. written by an unknown playwright who was she, a secretary. Is that that's right? That's right. She was uh, Marlon Brando's secretary, and she was oh, really? a casting director for uh, Dory Sherry and for various uh, ad agencies. She cast. She's for, had a lot of good experience. But, but she hasn't written anything before. But it's, it's good, huh? It's well written. Extraordinarily well written, and for a first play, it's it's something I've never heard of. I mean, it's really a beautifully written. I'm very excited about You're it. You're going to get thousands of letters from neophytes. You know that. Well, listen, I, <laughs> I don't mind. I'm if looking for plays all the like time. That. Oh, you know we always are looking for material. Oh, That's, you know it. We, we live on that. I'm having uh, new writers this season. I've been lucky so far. So I was 15 years with the same writers. Uh, Madeline Martin and Bob Carroll Jr. 15 years with us on television. Yes. And three and a half years with me and in radio before that. I've never had any other writers. But these two, except in pictures, of course. But for my own personal writers, I've never had any any others. And now I'm working with different uh, pairs of writers each week. And so far, we're coming along all well, right. Well, if they're anything like the shows I have seen of yours, they're, you. they're great, great writers. I think writers. we're off to a pretty good start. Josh, there seems to be a great deal of stage activity around the country, particularly in musicals and musical theaters in the round. We have a beautiful uh, new theater in the round out here in... Uh, San Fernando Valley. Oh, I hear it. I know everywhere I go, I seem to find productions of shows like South Pacific, either just opening or just closing. And the interest in American theater seems to be spreading far beyond Broadway. Don't you think that's healthy? Don't oh. you just love it? Oh, I certainly do. The more we spread, of course, now with Tyrone Guthrie in, in Minneapolis and these marvelous theaters out here in the Valley and various other musical theaters, and they're all through the Middle West and the South, I think we're going to have a very healthy theater pretty soon. Oh, I that think is, it's, it's great. That is American theater. You have worked with some of the greatest stars of our time. Helen Hayes, Mary Martin, Marilyn Monroe, Marlon Brando. You loved working with Marilyn, didn't you? I certainly did. You thought she, she was, had great talent? I thought she had great talent, and she she did have great talent. I, I don't think I have worked with anyone more talented. Really? Than. Yes, and she's so she was so bright, so brilliant, you know. I think that people don't realize that she was really a terribly intelligent girl who had an instinct for the theater. Well, I think if you, 
anyone who sees her in this picture bus stop today will realize that it is one of the great performances. Why she wasn't knew. recognized by her profession is something I will never understand. Well, I think she was eventually. Uh, toward I the end, think wasn't so, she? but you know, there's uh, Lucy for some reason. Well, the acting profession suspects people who are beautiful of not That's being right. talented. It was clouded with the other. Uh, you know, Elizabeth Taylor was marvelous and giant. She yes. was absolutely fantastic in George Stevens' picture that he did with her when she was yes. about 16 or 17, A Place in the Sun. But she had to get sick and have a throat operation yeah. before anyone really gave her an Academy Award, you know, because she really was wonderful in those early days. And Marilyn was even, to me, a greater actress than any of these that we've talking, been talking about. Marlon, of course, was wonderful in Sayonara, and I enjoyed working with him because he made that whole picture. He topped everybody in the picture, even though there were some marvelous performances by the minor characters. Red Buttons won the Academy <coughs> Award and Miyoshi Umeki, but Marlon was an extraordinary uh, man to work with. He's an extraordinary man, period. Yes, he, he had a comedy sense and a sense of, uh, of ad lib, a sense of... Uh, 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 the spur of the moment. He could almost make up lines once he got into this part. He was like the old Commedia dell'arte uh, characters in the old days of uh, the Italian theater where they would give uh, the actor the idea of the plot and say, go on, play it, you know. Really? And then he'd make up the lines, you know, and he had that ability. He became this character, and he could talk in that accent and, and, and think of lines that that man would say. Of course, he, he also uh, was very very uh, creative in other ways too in the play and his whole idea of the character was was his and the idea of playing it as a southern southern man was his even though i'm from the south and thoroughly approved of it but it was his idea to do it fanny was a thrilling thing to do too the the one i did in france with charles boyer and leslie caron and maurice chevalier they were they were uh, that was another experience that was fun to oh, go I, through i wish i had the chance to work with you josh oh i wish i had the chance to work with you well thank you but I don't think I could do anything better than you're doing right now. I, I, I envy the man that works with you. I'm really jealous of him. I've never, I haven't done anything but Lucy in some time, but I, uh, when I do uh, move away from Lucy, I, I would like the pleasure of having a great director like well, you. Well, my phone is always available. <laughs> my doors are ready to be knocked on. I'll be, and I'll fly, uh, you know, jet, they're jet planes. <laughs> Thank I you, accept Jeff. right now. Thank you very much, and thank you so much for, for talking to my audience tonight. Well, I've enjoyed it enormously. Thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope this weekend is a very pleasant one for you, and I hope you'll be with us again on Monday. See you then. Bye. Are you loving Let's Talk to Lucy? Then you have a real treat in store for you. A new episode is being released every week on the SXM app and wherever you listen to podcasts.